This is Girl Meets World Fan Podcast, Episode 6, brought to you the week of August 13, 2014. It's my Cranian Bakery! The Girl Meets World Podcast. The Girl Meets World Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Girl Meets World Podcast, the show where we're taking on the world of Girl Meets World. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. With me is my co-host and daughter, Jenna. Jenna. Hello. Hey, it's not my Cranian Bakery. It's it's it's, it's your. You said it wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not your Cranian Bakery. (laughs) <laughs> it's my cranium bakery. It's not your cranium. I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, um, great, awesome, and wonderful to be back. And uh, let me ask you first: What'd you think of episode six of Girl Meets World? Very amazing. Very, and awesome. very amazing. What made it very amazing? Because for me, it was good. It wasn't my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> You're but what 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 made it so amazing for you? I it just had a lot of meaning to it and Farkle you saw him but he wasn't the funny Farkle he was the serious Farkle That's trying true. to get my hands, I mean uh, Riley and stuff and just all this different stuff it was just really good so what was he trying to do he's trying opinion? to get her on the dork side the dork side <laughs> the geeky side of life that's exactly right mm-hmm. it was funny too and a little little weird that it was girl meets popular. Um, but she was, it was popularity with the unpopular kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. A little weird, but, uh, but I liked it. Yeah. There was a lot of good stuff in there. Obviously, um, I love seeing, uh, her, her and her weird costumes and stuff. That was yeah. fun. And, uh, her being uh, a Hirajuku girl, which Hirajuku. I, I had heard about online and had seen on the internet, but I'd never knew that anybody else knew <laughs> because it is is very much a geeky type thing at least on this side you know over there it's all the cool kids but here if you know about that kind of stuff you're usually into cosplay or something like that so uh would you how would you rate it on on an episode Um, level of one to six since we have one to six i would say four okay okay so one one being one two three four, I yeah. would probably put it about the same place. It wasn't it was not my favorite episode, but it wasn't bad. I haven't had a bad one yet. No, um, but this one would uh, would be it. It was good. It had a good story, but it wasn't as strong as some of them, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so the episode title, if you haven't guessed yet, was "Girl Meets Popular," and uh, did it fit? Yes. Okay. No. Well, kind of. Yeah, I, I <laughs> girl, I would, I would have put popular in quotes, you know. Yeah. Because she didn't really do the whole clueless thing where she was the most famous girl, you know, in yeah. the in the school kind of thing. I uh, would say she was girl popular with five geeky. guys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, uh, girl meets geeky or something like or that. Or girl meets acceptance or girl yeah. meets yeah, but but I guess you know. I, it's just that they, they've used up this title now, and the, she can in later life deal with the possibility of becoming a truly popular kid at the school, you know, and all mm-hmm. that, that, all the selling out that that requires. 
Uh, but anyway, it was a, it was all right. It just wasn't, it wasn't uh, as fitting as you'd think, because you would think that she was going to deal with being the most popular girl in school or doing, yeah. you know, something like that. But it's all right. It's all right. It's only a half hour show. <laughs> they can't do everything. Well, that's uh, including I, I, commercials. <laughs> yes, true. IMDb, uh, its description, Riley becomes the queen of the nerdy group and enjoys it until she learns to be herself. Meanwhile, Topanga is conflicted about her law firm working to shut down a local mom-and-pop bakery. So that came straight from IMDb. And that was uh, pretty much summed up story A, and or the A story and the B story. A story being, you know, her, Riley's uh, f- playing around with being popular with this group and forgetting who she is. And Topanga dealing with the bakery and finding who she really was. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty awesome. Uh, what were some of your favorite moments in the uh, show, in the episode? Favorite moments. Um, I liked it, the part where um, they like they keep on pulling down each other at uh, <laughs> Riley's house. The most interesting Just, fight I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And it was it looked really fun. I think if you two, if you and your brother, Jay, <laughs> ever get in a full-on fight... It should be that kind of fight. <laughs> you don't punch. You don't jump on people. You just pull them down on the ground. <laughs> and the rule is you have to be on the ground first to be yeah. to pull them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except for the first person. I guess the first person has to push them down. But yeah, that was really funny. I was watching it over and over and I was noticing they weren't really looking at the person they had just pulled down because they'd be looking out the floor yelling at something and then the person would come from a different place and yank them down. You know? Yeah. But a uh, very fun, fun way to fight <laughs> like that. What else? Um, uh, I'll tell you mine while you're thinking of yours. Um, I think I know what it is. I like the party girl, the party girl walk. Oh, yeah. That she was mine. Yeah. totally loses her mind in, in the, clumpiest, <laughs> the clumpiest boots you've ever heard in your life. And yeah. uh, she she's a bit that that set, that set right there where the stairs are going up and their lockers and everything. They use that obviously a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, you can just tell that it's built on top of a wood platform because when she, I mean, she's <laughs> clomping around, clomp, 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 clomp. Yeah. And that's not the first time we've heard that. I think last time with uh, Maya doing her hoedown dance, yeah, we got to hear a lot of clomping too. So I don't know why I like clomping sounds. <laughs> now I can't remember what it was. It's <laughs> all right. Ah. Uh, Let's see. Um, I like the part where she says, uh, "Oh, oh, you're gonna, you're going to be popular," and 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 she she's kind of um, she's already done this whole thing about how I'm gonna marry somebody and you're gonna marry the cool person. I'm gonna marry the dumb person. And I'm gonna be buying in bulk, you know, basically mm-hmm. working at or buying at Sam's Club, and uh, and then she's like. You be popular, and she's petting her, yes, like a cat or a dog, and putting her <laughs> hand in her face, and she's like, "Good girl." Good girl. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. That was um, I like it. Uh, two Star is things from Star Wars. I've gone on to the to the dork side, <laughs> and the lightsaber hanging over her head. That's at true. Geek party. I didn't get that. It, their their little welcome greeting too. You know, they were doing the C three PO dance there mm-hmm. for a bit. Um. Uh, oh, I, oh, I I I like the look on what did they say? Do you have it memorized? Like, something like ha call ha ha call or something. Oh my like gosh! That. You just became one of them now. <laughs> Great. And you have to dress up in fancy clothes and big bows and stuff like that, and you have to pick a style. 
Harajuku style. We'll talk about more about Harajuku in a minute, but um, he says, I didn't get invited to a whole lot of these and looks away and grimaces and just kind of looks sad. But we know, we know that, and we'll talk about it in a minute, that he actually, though he didn't get invited to a lot of them, he did get invited to one almost in exactly the same way yep. as his daughter did. So it's a throwback to the original. Boy meets world. Um, I like the part. Oh, qu- just a question in general. Um, what, what does this man teach? He, he, I, I haven't quite n- narrowed down what, you know, m- Mr. Matthews teaches uh, here. I'll tell you why. History. He, okay. History. We, we talked about it a little bit off camera or off mic, but he, he, he talks about mythology this episode, which is not history. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in charge of the spelling bee. Yeah. I don't know. This national spelling bee was in their class. Well, no, no. He said it was oh. the, uh, the initial round, like the oh. first round pick or whatever for, for that. So, uh, it's interesting. Um, the other thing I love very, 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 very much, um, was smackle. That that's the, the girl geek. Yes. He was like, I'm a girl. And then she does this kind of weird <laughs> thing where she's there. And you can see her through even later on. She's like looking at her skirt and trying to, trying, trying to, yeah. trying to look uh, cool or <laughs> whatever. Like, trying to look girly. But then like, she's the one that's on Einstein's, uh, the Einstein side of the spelling bee. And she looks over, she's like, I'll crush you. And then she yeah, mouths, destroy you. she mouths, I love you. So Smackle loves Farkle. You. That's what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Smackle loves Farkle. It's funny. I didn't even know she had a name. I didn't hear her name. But when I went through and started pulling up the uh, guest people, you know, mm-hmm. and extras and stuff, she was one of them. So we'll talk mm-hmm. about her in a little bit, a little bit more uh, in a bit. Any other great uh, moments for you? Um. That was, that was the one I was talking about. Oh, yeah, yes. right, right. I stole yours. Yeah, whatever. No, really. I had that one in my mind. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I liked when Mr. Matthews walked in. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Maya walked in uh, through, the, through the window like she always does because she doesn't ever come in apparently through the front door. And, uh, and, and Farkle's already there. Yes. He's, yeah. like, he's like hovering like some mm-hmm. evil monster like, mm-hmm. that has control of, of her. Yep, um, I like it. I like that she does the party dance all the way to the, <laughs> the uh, front door. The front door, and then when Pretty Boy walks in, she just does this extra little thing with, <laughs> with everything. So just... Of course, my favorite moment of all, <laughs> the best moment to me. Well, there's. I'll say the second best and the first best. First best moment was Mr. Matthews's reaction to <laughs> what happened. The 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 first best thing was the fact that Pretty Boy opens up his coat and he's too nervous, uh. <laughs> and one of them's standing on the couch, and and then then I'm then I'm like rewinding it, going, wait a minute, did was was that really them the whole time? And of no. course it wasn't because I saw uh, the guy the guy's face and stuff. Mm-hmm. He is not nearly as brown as the pretty uh. Pretty Boy was or whatever because he's just. He's like this tannish brown, not right, right, just light skinned, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, the the thing is, when I went to try to find these guys, I found the little guys' uh, names, but I could not find Pretty Boy Hipster at all. So weird. So weird. It's very inconsistent the way. 
IMDb and, and the Wikipedia or the Wiki, the wikis uh, pick and choose who to, uh, you know, to put up like, like, like the dad not being in part of the list, you know, the other week mm-hmm. when we, um, we had the girl meets truth, you know, we had the um, mom and the daughter yeah. listed, but not the dad. So it's yeah. weird. I don't know whose decision it is to pick and choose who gets up, but you ought to, you ought to do everybody, especially if there's three people in a family. This was my, my absolute favorite part. Um, when Topanga and uh, Riley just walk by each other, what's up, what's up? And then they turn, they both turn around and they sit on the couch and just like, what are, what yeah. the? <laughs> yeah, this is really me. And, and she says, really? This is me on the inside. And she goes, is this the best version of you? And then they sit down to obviously have, I don't know that they have a talk or not because she doesn't learn her lesson until... Until they drop the Harajuku word on her, you know? Yeah. We're the normal ones, right? <laughs> I hope so, Bubba. Yeah, Augie so. had some good lines. Yeah. yeah. With his with his pinch my cheeks, do it. You know? do, yeah, yeah. And, and then so she it, kept doing it. This is it for <laughs> so, And to have a nice lady who pinches your cheeks. Yeah, I thought, Don't. Her, na- <laughs> I thought her name was Forsky, but it's oh. S-V, Sforsky. 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 That is so weird. And, of course, she plays, you know, a Russian-type yeah. you know, person. So, from the old country, the old country. I, I don't have to do the voice, so... Uh, but, Riley, uh, that the, the A story, let's just jump into um, some of the Farkle moments here. Mm-hmm. Farkle time, sir? What? Oh, I love Farkle time. Um, I, I want to know what was your... Uh, your favorite Farkle moment. Favorite Farkle moment. Of all. You don't have to mention a bunch. Just your favorite one. Okay. Mine I've already said. It was the Farkle fight. That's what I'll call Farkle it. Farkle fight, yeah. Farkle fight. Um, That's how Farkle fights. If you ever get in trouble with Farkle, he's going to jump on you and pull you down to the ground. And if you think about it, <laughs> when he gets excited about things, he jumps up on people. He did that in the first episode. Yes. So yeah. whether he's excited um, or angry, he's going to pull you on the ground. Or try to. I just like it when he's like this ghost in, in the window, and so he's just just right there. He's like, hey, hey. hey. It's like this. <laughs> he does have it's the like, best I'm wicked here. look ever. He looks like a little like a little elf. Yeah, yeah. Like he just needs pointy ears and a bow, a bow, <laughs> and he could be on Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, elf two, Farkle. So, what was the most touching moment for touching you? Touching moment. Um. The moment that gave you the most feels. That's most what they say online. Feel. They say, oh, the feels. And it makes you feel. Um, I'll, yes. tell you, I'll tell you mine while you're thinking, because you always have to think a little bit, because you don't take notes like I told you to, punch you in the face. Um, when, when Topanga transforms in the mirror. Yes. And she becomes yeah. the first Topanga from the very first episode. And they it wasn't very well acted, in my opinion. It was very, obviously, they were two different people. You know, it was the same person having to act to someone that wasn't really there, you know, that whole thing. So it's a little tough, but, um, but, and, but the little moment going back in time to the, let's see if our energies converge and that yes. whole thing. It was, yeah. it was good. I could have done without the audiences. Oh, cause then it's like, okay, let me just, <laughs> let me just say all myself, you know, yeah. I don't need to know that I'm supposed to feel like it's touching but it was funny it was interesting to me though that when they went back and got that footage that it was so blurry and and so old and it's like you'd think that they would have maybe an original copy somewhere mm-hmm. but uh i guess yeah. back in the day man i mean it wasn't even that long ago for me uh they just didn't record very good 
stuff or maybe disney doesn't have rights to the originals or i i I don't know um uh most touching moment it wasn't a good touching exactly i but um when maya says i've lost her sir whatever it's just it's like riley's gone gone. yeah she's not riley anymore she's yeah Mm. she's dorky or whatever she became what other people wanted her to be mm-hmm. instead of what she really was. And that leads us right into the theme. Now, you said you had a hard time with the theme this week. Yeah. What do you? What did you think? What do you think the theme I is? I think the theme was um, the best part of a person isn't popularity. Mm. Well, I, yeah, yeah. So the, so the best, the popularity doesn't bring out the best part of you. Is that kind mm-hmm. of what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, you're very close. The theme was stated right right there after the opening um, in the in the classroom after he talks about Damocles and his invitation to sit on the throne. Um, uh, it was actually spoken by Maya. And she says, being what, because he asked her, uh, and she says, being what others want you to be is just a sword hanging over your head. And so, in other words, um, when you trade who you are and become what other people want you to be. There is a lot of pressure and things and problems and things that happen in your life that, uh, make it not worth it. Um, I I looked up about, about Damocles. It was, um, his story. Well, obviously wasn't true, but it was written by a philosopher that I can't remember right now. And it was a part of a series of stories. And the theme of all of the stories was that virtue meaning being someone that's just a good person is enough to, to give you a happy life. Meaning you don't have to be powerful. You don't have to be rich, famous. You don't have to be the king. So all these stories have that one theme in common is that just be who you are and you will be happy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what our theme was here. In Damocles, obviously, he was hanging out with the king. He was talking to him. He was talking about how great it was uh to to be the king and how he, the king was surrounded by all this rich stuff and glamour and and people just loved him and he had servants and all this and mm-hmm. the king says oh well you you think it's so awesome you can come up here and sit in my throne for a day but before he got there the king took a horse hair a horse's tail hair and he strung a sword over the throne and Damocles sat in that throne and immediately realized and, and learned the lesson that the king was trying to teach him is that being the king wasn't all the famous stuff and the fancy stuff and all that. There was a lot of danger being the king. There is, yeah. You have to make a lot of decisions being the king. A lot of people don't like you when you're the king. You know, the people are jealous of you or want to be the king themselves. And, and there's a lot of reasons um, to not want to do that job. Yeah. And um, that's an important lesson, I think, even for somebody like yourself. Because when I was a kid, sometimes every now and then I'd get mad at my folks and I'd say, I wish I was the grown-up. I wish I was. <laughs> and if some magic had happened right there oh, and man. I'd become a grown-up overnight, I wouldn't have known what to do with myself. I wouldn't have known how to drive. I wouldn't have known how to work. I wouldn't have known how to pay bills. I wouldn't know anything. because And you wouldn't have money. Right. Well, <laughs> you have to kind of grow into that role. Mm. And just like in our story, the king um, was trained probably his whole life to take on that job, you know? 
And uh, Damocles was just jealous of what he saw, and he wanted to be popular. He wanted it automatically, and he wanted it without any consequences at all. And I think that's where we see what happened with Riley. Riley, uh, she becomes, or she's accepted by these geeks, and we see that even the lightsaber, like you (laughs) said, comes down. Because that's what he said. He says, you know what the best part of this is for me? And they said, have you noticed the lightsabers hanging precariously over your head? And (laughs) one of them comes down. And he's just like, yeah, that's the part I like. Um, But yeah, she she didn't have a, a literal, I mean, she had a literal sword hanging over her head. But the point was that um, when you become somebody you're not, you have to accept all of the consequences that come along with it. Yeah. And one of the consequences was she lost her friend. Yeah. You know, Maya said, what did she say about uh, Riley? She said she she's says, she's gone. She's gone. She's gone. And so um, I thought it was interesting that that Maya chose or um, Riley chose the Harajuku girl. Um, the deal with that is the only problem is they didn't do enough research because Harajuku is a street in Japan. And yes, it is the center of uh, pop culture has been for years, but a Harajuku girl literally is actually a backup singer for Gwen Stefani from a few years back. Um, being a Harajuku girl is someone that is on that street that, that hangs out in that area and they dress in several, one of several different styles. Right now there's about five or six, seven styles. People have, uh, from Japan all the way from the eighties to the current have, have done all kinds of different styles. And some of the most famous ones right now are, um, the Kawaii, uh, style, uh, K A W A I I. And I may be saying that completely wrong, but it is a style that emphasizes loud colors, um, uh, and and cuteness and it's very very close to another kind where they put a lot of uh, uh, accessories all over their hair and their their skin and their, their, you know their face and all this kind of stuff their fingers um, but it's it's a very cutesy skirts you know hipster yeah. uh, thing I got I got a bunch of pictures up here of of, of girls dressed like that so it's interesting that they said Harajuku but. It's really, you would have to say, okay, what kind of Harajuku? Harajuku saying that that was like saying, um, I want a soda. Well, what kind of soda do you want? Oh, well, I want a Coke or a Pepsi or Sprite. Yeah. So there's there's several different kinds to choose from. So anyway, um, the 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 thing that I heard there, Maya say later, was that the world wants you to be yourself, and my world wants you in it. That was what Maya, you know, really, really played out. And then we heard, like you said, the uh, the mom sitting down with her saying, is this really the best part of you? And then finally at the, at the, uh, was it the spelling bee? Yeah. Maya comes in last minute, hands in the uh, card with the word hairs you go on it. And she says, well, what's the definition? And then boom, the reality hits. You don't yeah. know. You don't even know what it is. You don't even know who you are. You don't even know who you've modeled yourself after. And that's when she has to admit, finally, no, this isn't me. And though it's fun being popular with you guys, um, I want to be myself. And what I saw in there too, at the very end, when she says, you guys are pretty cool. And they said, oh, we've never been called that before. <laughs> I think now she's going to be more popular with them being herself and just being nice than she ever was trying to be like them. 
Yeah. So. And and I think I think another thing that the story's trying to say is that it doesn't matter if you're trying to be popular or if you're trying to be not popular, you know, trying to be someone that sticks out, you know, in a in a weird, funny way or original way or some way that nobody else does. If that's not who you are, then you don't need to do that. You, you need no. to be who who you were made to be. Okay, B story. B story. Tabanga and the bakery. Tabanga. Okay. So B story and A story always have something in common. The same solution always applies for both. And uh, we really bump into the truth that when, and, and it's something I was surprised in when I first saw the first episode, I was very surprised to hear that Topanga was a lawyer because you go back and see those original episodes. She's a hippie. <laughs> She's sitting on a pillow, you know, and, yeah. and channeling stuff and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, how does somebody turn into somebody like that? And they kind of address that, that what happened is, she wanted to be rich or, you know, powerful, a lawyer. That part of her just kind of stepped out of the way. And now Topanga's, you know, readopted that and seems to have found a way to be true to who she is and still be a lawyer at the same time. Just using her powers for good instead of evil. Yeah. And that's what she does in the bakery there at the very end. I um, love that she doesn't get fired. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because she uses her powers. Yeah against him but in a good way saying you know you know i'm awesome so if you don't want to lose me you better give me some money right now so i can save the bakery because really the lawyer didn't care he really just wanted the money it was all about money for him so as long as he got his money he's fine but uh yeah when you're a good worker and when you uh you're valuable to you know your your company they're gonna most of the time if they got half a brain they'll they'll take care of you but um it's funny that she learns um, to be herself. She was already something else. She already was the Harajuku girl. She was the person she wasn't meant to be, and she had to become what she was supposed to be. And and her daughter was who she was supposed to be and became something she wasn't and had to come back to it. So it's very interesting. But again, um, the same thing, the same thing applies there. And her solution at the very end, of course, was um, – is is I don't want to just do well, you know, uh, and we'll talk about more of that in a minute. I want to do good. I want to do good, and that's that's the lesson that I took away, and I would love for you to learn too. Is that oftentimes when we do well, it's about us. Somebody will even somebody will even say that if you ever hear somebody saying, "Oh, he's doing pretty well for himself," that's that's a compliment that means he's made a lot of money. And he has a big house and a car, fancy clothes, and you can just tell he's doing well for himself. And people are impressed by that for some reason. I don't know why. You're not getting any of the, the money. So why why are you impressed? But he's doing pretty well for himself. But when, when you do good, that is always, always about other people. Mm-hmm. Always. Definitely. Uh, because when you do good for yourself – you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's normal. Everybody does good for themselves. Everybody, uh, you know, takes care of themselves for the most part. Um, but yeah, doing good, doing good is always for others and doing well Topanga would have what? Um, she would have got like, let him. Yeah. She would have gone along with it. She wasn't even on the case. She would have just let it go. Cause she would get her money. She would, yeah. Her company would succeed. She'd be fine. She could just move on. Augie could find a new place. No big deal. But she did good. She got in the way. She messed things up. She she risked her job, and uh, she did good. And that is what 
she was told to do on the very final episode of Boy Meets World. Am I right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. She says, "Don't don't you mean because he's he's uh, Mr. Feeney says do good and he she says don't you mean do well? He said, no, no, I mean do good. Yeah. And I love that callback. We got to see that in action, and I love that. I love that. So the theme solution um, is that uh, you know she uh, Riley didn't know the meaning of her new persona. And uh, she lost who she was, just like her mom had. And um, she just needs to be Riley. And um, and she says, I guess we're back to where popular is going to be kind of hard. And Maya says it. She says, I wouldn't know. But let's, try, let's not try so hard to find out. <laughs> so if popularity comes, let it be natural. Let it be because you are someone that other people enjoy being around. Don't let it be because you're a butthole <laughs> or, or you, uh, you, you know, you do what other people want you to do, you know, mm-hmm. um, be, be who you were created to be. So, uh, let's get into some boy meets world references. Cause we, there already, there already was a ton. We mentioned some of them. One was the old Topanga in the mirror. Obviously we said that, uh, Topanga talking to the bakery lady, um, uh, he's always been my partner, she says, and we've always done well together, but now it's time to do good. And, uh, of course, hearkening back, don't you mean well? No, do good, do good. Um, Willie Garrison, uh, he played the big deal yogurt lawyer, um, <laughs> but he was also in Boy Meets World. He was in Father Knows Less as Leonard Spinelli. He was in the Father-Son Game episode as Leonard Spinelli. He was the janitor dad, Mervin, and he played in It's All It's It's About Time, where he was the minister. So uh Willie Garrison returned to Boy Meets World and to the Girl Meets World universe for a fifth episode in his fourth role and becomes the first non-regular guest actor to appear in both series. So Mr. Big Time Lawyer is an old school boy meets world actor. So and this is his fourth role, his fifth appearance. That's pretty cool. Speaking of guests and cameos, um, hipster with the invitations. Who was he? That's what I wrote down because I already mentioned, we don't know who he was. There's no listing of him anywhere. And that's sad because even though he didn't have any lines, he was, uh, he was the pretty boy hipster that, that, uh, Maya was supposed to marry, you know? <laughs> but it's funny. Um, I did find the um, the boys that played him and Nathaniel J. Potvin, uh, who's been in Jesse and Haunted Hathaways. He was billed in the in the credits as academic top half. Academic meaning somebody that's smart. <laughs> so he was academic top half. Academic bottom half was Cameron Alverdi. Um, and he was, he's going to be in girl meets forgiven. That's another episode coming up. So that sounds good. Actually. Girl meets forgiven. Um, geek girl smackle was played by Celia Bagalot, Bag- Balagot. And she was in uh girl. She's going to be in girl meets smackle and girl meets Farkle's choice. So what do you think Farkle's <laughs> choice is going to be probably between her and, uh, <laughs> and the, and the, and his love his lovely girls. So, um, I, I would think it would be against uh, the, I keep on forgetting her name, but Geek Girl or whatever. 
Smackle. Um, and back of the class, Brenda. <laughs> back of the class, Brenda. <laughs> I know we never seen her again. Sad. She should be back though. I think she was in the credits of some episode. But Miss Forsky, um, I'm gonna have to spend a little time on her. The bakery lady. Uh, her name is Cloris Leachman, and she is 88 years old, and she has been in a billion different things all <laughs> the way rolls all the way back from 1947. <gasps> And uh, she was in one of my favorite movies um, that I watched as a kid, but she was in Raising Hope. That was her most, uh, if they're still filming that, I don't know if they are. She's a grandma in there. Um, she she did uh, the voice of old Marceline in Adventure Time, a couple episodes. Uh, she's in Finnish and Ferb, The Office, Ponyo. She did one of the old ladies there. Malcolm in the Middle, uh, Sky High, the movie. She's in there, Touched by an Angel, The Ellen Show, The Iron Giant that Jay just watched the other day. She was in that, uh, doing a voice. The Simpsons, The Facts of Life, My Little Pony from 1986, not the new one. Uh, the Love Boat, which was a popular show back in when I was a kid. Uh, Herbie Goes Bananas in 1980. And then my favorite, one of my favorite movies, The North Avenue Irregulars in 1979. And she was on the Mary Tyler Moore Show before that, which is before my time. And again, rolls all the way back to 1947. So that's why when she turned around, everybody went, ah, and they just gave her this big hand because she has been doing television for a very, very long time. And she was great. That's not her real voice. She did an accent, um, but she was really funny. She was very funny. Uh, Trivia time. Corey uh, was invited to a party of unpopular students back in the boy meets world days. And Sean was not invited just like Maya wasn't. This was shown in the season two episode, the uninvited in boy meets world. So, um, there's a, there's a link to a Buzzfeed article that talks all about that. It has a bunch of animated gifts right by side by side. We'll put that in the show notes there at uh girl meets world podcast or girl meets world Um, also there was a new set. What was the new set? Oh, the new set was the bakery. The bakery. It was a good-looking set. Yeah. It was a good-looking bakery. It looked like a place you'd want to hang out in. I didn't see a lot of baked goods. I just saw this bun. It was probably the same bun all three times. Yeah, it it didn't look real. No. It, just, it looked like this thing you could it's just plastic. Well, I, I got to do a tour of the Warner Brothers uh, Backlot Studio when I went to L.A. a few years ago, and... Um, I specifically went to the parts where the props are and because the guy that took us on the tour, that's one of his jobs is he dresses the set. That means if there's a set and there's a table and chairs and it needs to be dinner, he goes and picks out the forks and the plates and the cups and everything. And he puts them in place. He makes sure that they always look good. Uh, if they go film something else, come back three days later, he's got to dust it all, reset it, make sure it's exactly the way it was. And um, we got to see a lot of fake food. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Really interesting. A lot of a lot of boring stuff too, like just tons of light fixtures. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think, but there's a lot of stuff to a movie. Um, and then of course the flashback to uh, there was an episode flashback episode to Boy Meets World, and uh, that's the first time we've seen a flashback uh, to the original series. So that's pretty good. It's time for sound clips. Unless you have anything else you want to add? Um, nope. All right. Uh, this one's called Party Girl Walk. It's clomping. (laughs) 
I just love clomping. I don't know why. <laughs> um, here's one of the awesomest lines. Uh, opposite sex boys. Opposite sex boys. <laughs> they're the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are really no other kind, but that's okay. All right. Um, and then uh, boy girl party. Boy girl party. Yep. You, you can't, can't go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Damocles. Damocles. Yeah, they were saying that like it was a bad word, so that's, <laughs> that's why I like Damocles. It. <laughs> uh, and th- yeah, that was right after the sword came down over her head. So. Uh, uh, what about me, guys? What about me? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> She's so dorky, you yeah. know. In re- I mean, she really is. She's just like her dad. Yeah. Uh, like, who would want to be involved in the pull-down fight? You know, the Farkle fight, as I call <laughs> it. But, uh, greatest thing. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty boy. Yeah. If there was anything that I would add to my clips, if I could go back and do it again, I would add the little bit at the very end where she says, you know, the best thing about being yourself is uh, something about your friends. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was. But uh, that you you don't that your friends like you, I guess is what she's yeah. saying. You know, your best friends already like you. You, you. you don't have to impress who who you're really friends with. And and I guess that's a, another important lesson to take away from this too is you can chase popularity and you can try to be what people want you to be, uh, or you can be who you are. Um, because trying to constantly keep up with what people want is going to drive you crazy. It's like the sword hanging over Damocles's head. But when we're ourselves and uh, the best version of ourselves, like uh, um, uh, uh, what's her name pointed out, uh, Topanga, um, when we're the best version of ourselves, that's when we can really impress people and make a difference. Even impress a big time mean yogurt lawyer. So, there we go. Well, guys, Star of Earth. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We would love to hear from you guys. <clears throat> if you have any input about this or any of the episodes that we've ever done, you could send them to gwmcast at gmail.com uh, or send a voicemail at gwmcast.com. That would be great. Next episode, it's career day. Uh, Farkle invites his dad. Oh, well, actually, it's called um, Girl Meets Maya's Mom. And uh, Farkle invites his dad, Stuart Minkus. Maya's mom doesn't show. So Riley helps Maya get over it. Oh, the feels. They're coming. You can <laughs> tell. I can tell you already. Guys, that's our show right there. Uh, visit the website if you haven't yet, gwmcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, gwmcast. Leave us a review in iTunes. And uh, do us a favor. Remember, this week and every single week, Tank take on the world. world. We said this. Tank on the world. Take on the world. We can tank on it. Tank on it, yeah. Tank on that world. Come a Harashuku girl. <laughs> oh, this week and every single day. Whoops. Oh well. Whatever. <laughs> this week and every